I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. I am so excited to be sitting here with my one and only favorite niece. And we are here up in my hometown, Rochester, New York, visiting with friends and family to spend just quality time, of course, because every once in a while, it's really good to unplug and just go back to where you're from and just have this special time together. And so I'm so excited that I told Kira I want her to sit on the couch with me, which we're doing um, up at one of the lake houses up here. And it's amazing. I guess it's not a lake. I'm used to Florida. It's, yeah, a bay, it's a bay, which I should know this because coming from upstate New York, there yeah. are bays and <laughs> lakes. But anyway, so I am sitting here with Kira today, Kira Brown, and um, I'm going to ask her some questions because if any of you listened to my podcast in the past, you just know that I'm all about teaching relationship skills at all ages. And it is so important. The younger we are, the better and the earlier we we learn these relationship skills to set us up for the future, right? So yeah. she was brave enough to be sitting here with me to have this talk. And I have to give Kira all the credit. Yeah. Because when, when she was, how old were you? I think I was maybe five. Five years old. Yeah. Um, it's the whole foundation of our entire company, which started off with my SALT methodology. And when I was trying to figure out the details of how we would teach relationship skills in a manner that was relatable, that was understandable, that would really heavily impact people to have successful relationships. It was all by an example because we were doing this family portrait photo shoot up in kind of Myrtle Beach area, Polly's Island, if anybody knows a specific town or area that it's in where my parents lived at the time. And my mom said to everybody, before we do the family photo shoot, just make sure because Kira had a cut on her leg, she does not go yeah. in the ocean before we finish the shoot, yeah. right? Because my mom did not want her to be in tears and then the photo shoot is totally over. So yeah. the best thing ever, it became the biggest life lesson, which is also the foundation. So she wants credit for all yeah. of the company, right? Yeah. Um, but, but before we finished the photo shoot, my mom's prediction happened and she ran into the ocean and then she was in tears and it was all over. Yeah. Poor little Kira, who was like a little, little one, Right. I, the next morning, I remember waking up and I said, how's your cup, honey? Right. And she goes, yeah, Renee, it's like almost gone. <laughs> and that gave me this aha moment of too much salt will sting, but enough salt will also heal. Yep. So her little cut like healed because of the salt water, which then that's when I obviously got deeper and deeper into the research of Salt, right? That's also biblical and in the Bible. And I was like, that needs to be the foundation through our salt methodology that we teach in our four steps, mm -hmm. the S, the A, the L, and the T, through the soul, the affirmation, the leadership, and the techniques. So that's why we're sitting here today, because yeah. I feel like it, this has been, well, 15 years in the process. So about 15 years Definitely. ago, which you were doing the math, right? Because you're how yeah. old now? I'm 17. She's 17 and driving. And she drove here even today to do I this, did. which is so exciting. I love it. Um, so why I want to have her on for this special edition, home style, unedited 
uh, family kind of conversation on the couch is because I want to ask her the things that are happening, not only in life at her age, also in school, dating, just in general, some fun questions I have that I'm going to ask her as well. Um, Because I really think it's important that we're not only, you know, I always say this podcast is for dating, single, engaged, and married people, that it's so important. We always have a community of incredible people that are surrounding our lives to inspire us to make us better and do all of those things. So Kira, let's just start off with the basics, right? So tell us a little bit about you and where you go to school. Okay. I am in 12th grade. I'm senior at Victor High School. And currently my plan for next year moving forward would be to major in business and marketing at Geneseo College which I'm so excited about because then hopefully she'll take after my footsteps <laughs> and come help us with the company is the best plan ever. Right. Um, so, and then tell me what are some, so why do you want to go into PR and marketing? Are you thinking? Well, I took a business class in my high school and we had a speaker come in and she talked about her and how she did PR management for like Hershey and social media and branding. And that just like really sparked my interest. I also like heard like different scandal stories that, I, I'm obviously Gen Z. I love the scandals and stuff like that. So I feel like it'd be interesting to learn how to cover things up like that. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Um, and then tell me, so these are just going to be kind of fun questions. Do you have a fear of anything? Like what is one of your biggest fears right now in life? Drowning. Definitely. Definitely don't want to drown. Yeah. Yeah. And is there a reason behind that? Yep. So when I was little and you were there, you were definitely there. I know, but the rest of the audience doesn't know that. <laughs> we were in... <laughs> We were in Myrtle Beach, I think it was, Polly's Island maybe, mm-hmm. and me and my brother were swimming closer to rocks towards like a riptide, and I couldn't swim that well, and I was just there like on my brother's back, and we started getting pulled into the riptide or the current, and mm-hmm. my mom had to jump in and save us. Yes, right? It, it's like all the stories lead back to, and that's one of the questions I always ask, like, what's your fam- family favorite vacation, which she might come back and say not going to Polly's Island. <laughs> Each situation was kind of dangerous, yeah. but... At the end of the day, it's definitely something that uh, it, it's a fear that a lot of people have. Yeah. But like I always say, just like the rocks that almost took you under, it's like life, right? Mm-hmm. And as you're going to go through life, there's going to be a lot of things. There's going to be rocky paths. There's going to be moments that are going to be smooth and you're like, you know, going through all things in life. But it's so important that you're also like remembering for every like current that comes in, it also goes out, it cleanses us. And then we're able to go that much further and all the things that God has planned for us, right? It's definitely metaphoric. It's so true. It's so true. And so if you were to change anything about yourself and you're beautiful, so I'm sure there's not much, what would it be? I think me personally, I definitely am more short-tempered, something like that. Um, If something upsets me for a long time, I won't say anything and just wait until I can't anymore. So I feel like that's definitely something I would work on as a person. And what is it like, where do you think that comes from? Just like observing as a child, maybe like some parts of my family, like people have done that. So I've just kind of taken it in with me, but it's definitely something I would work on. Oh, well, I love that. And there's always room for improvement. So if anybody ever sits there and says, I'm perfect, those are the situations of people you need to be worried about, I say, because everybody has room for improvement and time to obviously grow. So that is something that we will obviously always continue to work on. And so what I do want to get into, and this is one of the biggest reasons I had you on, I wanted the audience to know a little bit about you and our backstory and obviously your family. But 
tell me a little bit about what the dating life is in school like today. We just did a big podcast on situationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared and sad to know that you know what that word means. Yeah. I definitely know what that <laughs> means. And so tell me what it's like in high school dating today. Um, high school dating is definitely a lot of situationships. And to that meeting in high school is basically you're talking to someone, but it's really one person that's talking to the other while the other person is like kind of playing the other person. And you're just like waiting and wonder on what they're going to do. But mostly high school dating is Snapchat and dating is texting there and then building the courage to actually meet someone to go talk to them instead of meeting somebody like you normally would in the real world and just having a connection. So do you struggle with just like ice breaking conversations with people out and about or is it just become so like through text messaging, people have lost the art of communication? Yeah, personally, I prefer to hang out with people in person just because I feel like you don't really get true authenticity through texting or anything like that. But I feel like dating a lot has come to you have to get to know someone through text, which almost makes it harder because you don't really you can't really grasp their full personality, but you almost get to know someone through text and then you build up courage to go see them in person. Okay. And then where do you typically go when you're like getting together with your friend, like whoever? Probably, probably something like the movies where it's not awkward and you don't have to talk that much. Yeah. Which is the, exactly my point mm-hmm. that it's so important that we're still learning how to actually communicate and have conversation. But yeah. do you do that just kind of to just even see if you want to hang out with that person again? Or yeah. Just like so, the- I mean, if someone does go to the movies, obviously there's not a bunch of talking, but there obviously can be. So it's like you see if you even have a little bit of connection. And then the main thing in high school is you'll hang out with somebody one time for maybe an hour and then you'll text about it for the next three days. It'll be like a main topic of conversation. Which is good. I mean, that's a form of communication, yeah. right? And then you even, even if the two of you liked the same movie, right? Mm-hmm. Or one picks it and the other one doesn't, I guess that's a way yeah. to determine whether or not it's going to continue on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so do you have a boyfriend currently? Kind of. A you little bit. do? Oh, wait, yeah. this is live and fresh information. I'm so it's excited. Yeah. So, how long have you guys been dating? Well, it's kind of a messy situation in the way that it started, but we've been talking and hanging out for about two months now. And I think it's really good because we start, we didn't do it the traditional high school way, I would say. Um, like, it's kind of like we knew each other before, but we were never interested or anything like that. And then slowly we went on a vacation together. And progressively just became what we are now. Wait, you went on a vacation together with parents, right? Yes. Obviously. Okay, yes. just want to clarify for any of the we audience. We were all on a parents family family vacation. To them. Yeah. <laughs> and where'd you guys go? We went to Outer Banks. Oh, how fun. Yeah, That's awesome. That's awesome. Where'd you meet him at school? Um, no, he's my, he's related to one of my friends. He's related to one of your friends. Oh, okay. So is he older then and out of school? Because she's a senior right now, right? No, You're- he's a little bit younger than me. He's okay. My, he's my friend's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you didn't know him at all or didn't meet we him prior? Just, we were friends a little bit, but we never really talked at all. But we like, I'd see him almost every day because I would go over to this girl's house all the time. Okay. And then where's he going to school? Um, He's not sure yet. He's still looking around for sports and stuff like that. Okay. And mm-hmm. what sport does he play? Soccer. Okay. And Kara was very, is still kind of very heavily into sports because I'm so proud of you. Definitely of course, I have a competitive nature. Yeah, which is good. You need somebody that's going to match you, just just your yeah. personality type, your characteristic types. And of course, at this age, it's never too young to even just talk about what are your goals, especially when you're talking about college, yeah. right? So I what mean, are some conversations you guys talk about? 
Honestly, I think we're very good at conversations and stuff like that because especially being in a awkward situation of me, like him being my friend's best friend, we've learned to like, we have to talk about things because if you don't, it's going to be bad. Like you have to talk through things. If you're uncomfortable, something is bothering you. Like it's just more important to go through it together than it is not to. Right. Which is so, so huge. So what is one, so what's one or two things that you would give advice to anybody out there your age starting to date? communication is so important it really is it's definitely a cliche but like it really is a cliche but really you can't get anywhere without it and then I would definitely just say have fun like if you don't feel a connection with someone you're young enough where you don't have to and you can find someone else like don't just force something right and don't just date to have fun date with intention right I always say with date with purpose which is awesome and then is there any advice because I remember writing myself a letter in high school forced by the teacher to do this exercise and your mom actually did it too and then we got we got it mailed to us like 35 years later and I was like this valuable advice I gave myself was actually so true which was crazy so you did that yeah what did you write in there that of course only well all of us are gonna hear but uh when we listen back to this 20 something years from now what advice would you not only give yourself but also would you give parents that have teenagers around your teen yeah I got you. <laughs> kids around your age dating um I really just think that well parents especially like you might think you know your kid but being you're talking about this yeah morning. being in high school there's a lot that they can hide from you and make it pretty easy. So it's important just to look at little tells that they might do or something like that. I I even had a teacher, his name was Mr. Carey. And he said, whenever his kids came up from school and they said, I'm good, he would say, I'm going to give you a minute and you need to tell me a better answer. Right. Like, it's just important to try to get under the skin of like your kids and just actually know what they're thinking. Um, kids with dating and starting to date, it's, it really is what you said. Definitely date with purpose. Like dating in high school is fun because it's something to do, but it's also like, you are building your characteristics of how you are and your personality and like the people you're around are shape you. So it's important to be around people who you value and have good beliefs. Yeah. That bring you up and make you a better person and tear you down because I'm sure in today's day and age and Instagram world we live in so easy to be torn down and ripped apart or believe the stuff that's out there. Right. So you have to kind of create that force uh, around you to be able to be super strong with encouragement. Mm -hmm. And then what would you tell yourself? What did you write in this uh, letter to yourself? What uh, advice or goals are you setting for yourself in the future that you think you want? I think I, my letter was more like, what do you hope happened throughout your high school career? And I think the main thing that I wrote that I definitely have now is I wanted to have a group of friends that really, like established who I am and filled all like the voids that I had in my life. And I think I really have that. I have a group of about five friends that I truly could do anything with and talk to anything about and that I'm like really grateful for. And so if you were to write yourself a letter, even just thinking in the future where you're like, this is kind of what I envision or would want, Mm -hmm. how would you describe that of like some of your dreams or wishes or hopes? I think I want to be up in a PR company established. Uh, I definitely want to live somewhere in the suburbs, like settled, just like have a quiet life, but still be a businesswoman. Okay. And do you want children and all that someday? Yeah. I'm thinking an even number two for sure. At least two. If I like, for some reason I have twins, I'm going to have to have a fourth one, but 
Here's the yeah, question. And you're too early to know. Who knows? God always has the best plans, we say. But it's awesome that, you know, you're setting yourself high for mm-hmm. goals and expectations because yeah. that's where it's important when it comes to communication, which we talk about all day long, is that you're communicating that not only with your friends, your family, your mate someday, however yeah. that works out, so that you guys grow together in things that are most important to you. And it's not just based on luck. Yeah. So I love how responsible she is. And that you joined me on this podcast. We will definitely have you on for other t- kind of tips and things that I feel are really valuable at this age to have another spokesperson yeah. to talk to this age demographic. Because I'm sure you have friends out there, people that you know or come to you maybe as a relationship, like yeah. get your advice, like what do you do, right? And it's really important. And she's been so responsible to not get sucked into toxic relationships and she's been patient to find somebody that is right which is awesome I love that so I think and I'm speaking I don't know because it's been years and years since I've been in high school but sometimes people just want to be in a relationship to be in a relationship and then they get into a situationship which is not what we're trying to do right um but it's just important that you hold yourself to those morals and values and beliefs in yourself that it'll come in the right time right um and to just make sure you find somebody that's a great catch. Yep. <laughs> so we are going to love and leave you and hope you have found this very valuable. And we always love when you write in and ask more questions. And of course, we can always have this beautiful yeah. angel back on. We can always zoom in when we're not in person. And yeah. we're just so blessed that you would sit on the couch with me and watch you someday become an amazing PR and marketing person because you know I'm going to back you up in any yeah. way in anything that you're supportive of. So. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. Of course. We will chat with you soon and we hope you have a blessed day. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.